this is Barbara, um, otherwise known as the East Coast Dragon Lady, um, here with um, Kevin, the English mystic. Um, so we are going to, uh, I'll, I'll let Kevin introduce himself, but I'll tell you briefly how I met Kevin. Um, so last year, I, you know, I keep thinking Dragon Thunder was a year ago, <laughs> and it was this year, but actually I think it was the end of last year. Um, I connected with Kevin because of dragons, um, somebody had actually sent me his uh, link to your website and said, I think you need to check in with this guy. Um, so I did. And uh, then fast forward to a few months later, and he was telling me about Dragon Thunder. And then before we knew it, I was actually co-host to the International Dragon Thunder, which was um, really a blast. And this is how this Dragon Hour came about, because my dragon said, after you've done all of this dragon thunder and brought all these people together, there's going to be more people wanting more dragon things. So you need to create something. Um, they gave me sort of just, you need to create something, but you need to do it now. So I created this just before dragon thunder. So um, I've been inviting, and actually I'd said to um, several people said, do it weekly. And I said, I don't know enough people to do it weekly. I, I, no, I'm going to do it monthly. And then by the time I said that, I had booked through the rest of this year. And I've actually got people booked for the beginning of next year now. So all different types of dragon encounters. Um, but I think that this is, a, and Kevin does one as well, once a month, which I'm sure you'll talk about as well, which is people that have come to Dragon Thunder or signed up through Dragon Thunder. So thank goodness for the internet is all I can say, because probably none of us would be sitting here right now. Right? So, so I'm gonna let Kevin introduce himself. Um, if you haven't already muted, uh, please mute yourself. If you have questions, um, either put them in, I don't know, Kevin, how do you wanna do it? Do you want questions in the chat or do you want them to interrupt? Uh, stick them in the chat and then yeah. If I sort of run out of breath, you can, we can say, "Oh, there's a few questions, and we can we can look at them." Okay, that great. Idea. But All yeah, right. if somebody wants to interrupt, that's fine as well. All right. Yeah. So I'll follow the um, chat, and um, I will hand it over to you, Kevin. Who? So I'm on the east coast of the United States, and Kevin is in England. Yeah, I'm I'm in England. Hello, everybody. Lovely to see you all. I'm in Devon, which is the southwest corner goes down to land's end and then it disappears off and if you go across that sea it goes to the us of a um, so that's where i am and it's a it's a beautiful place i used to live in london for most of my life so that's where most of my accents from south london but i've moved all around the country I've, I've been in the north and the south and so yeah i've I was 12 miles from london so most of my life was was london based and i spent most of my time trying to escape to live in the countryside and uh, when the, the lockdowns occurred uh, there was a chance then to work from home from anywhere so that's why i came down here and uh, yeah so my background for nearly 40 years four decades was a computer programmer sitting there uh, you know typing in programs and code and very very logical brain and doing that and move my way up to the top of that beautiful sort of slippery slope <laughs> and when i got to the top of it i was looking around going Mm, I've made it. Is this all there is to life? Like many of us do, I think oh, we had that moment. So my moment was getting to the top and going, ah, okay, there's probably another route I should have gone. And uh, I then found basically spirituality through the form of um, horses, 
there was this lady standing there doing something strange with a horse. She wasn't like patting it down or anything. I was like, what's she doing? So I went over and said, what, what are you doing? She said, I'm doing Reiki. I was like, what's that? Never heard of it. So she explained this energy healing thing. And uh, that was the first sort of thing that got me into the, the healing world. And uh, basically because the horses were getting a bit older and they were getting a bit arthritic. And uh, she said, oh, yeah, that, this Reiki thing will work. Right? So I went off on a, a Reiki course and uh, fell down the, the rabbit hole of Reiki and uh, absolutely loved it and became a you know, level one, two, and then a, a Reiki master. And uh, the, the horses get it whenever they need it and often when they don't need it because I just for me keep my, my hands in and practice. And uh, horses, if you take a horse's age and triple it, that's the equivalent of the human age. So one of the horses is 32. So what's that, 96? Uh, so Bruce, it works. And the other one's 28. So what's that? Can't do the maths at the moment, but yeah, in the 80s. <laughs> was it 84? <laughs> um, so as you can see, that, that that's how I basically just got into it. And then my my Reiki master who was teaching me, she went off and did this thing called Rahani Celestial Energy Healing. And I was like, that sounds interesting. So I followed her and, and did that and became a, a practitioner in Rahani, which is um, very connected to all the angels and the archangels. And uh, I met Archangel Michael and he came down and uh, presented me a whole bunch of different gifts, which was quite amazing and powerful. And uh, yeah, and then my now teacher that was teaching me Rahani was then going, have you heard of this thing called shamanism? I'm like, uh, no, what's that? Isn't, you know, I was, I was imagined sort of like some native Indian type person probably doing something like that. And she said, oh yeah, there, there is that. But it, it was also in the UK, there was Celtic shamanism and there was a shamanism throughout all of Europe. And yeah, so I, I started to learn shamanism and you know, when you find something and you think, why do I, why do I know this? Do you get that sort of feeling of like, oh, it feels like home. And it just, just shamanism just felt like home to me. Um, and yeah, so the last, what, five, six years I've studied with five shamanic teachers uh, working my way through the Peruvian side, the Colombian side. Uh, the Celtic side, more of the, more of the European, the North side, just so that I could get a feeling for it and see what the differences are and what they were. Um, and then really the differences are the fact that there aren't any. <laughs> it's all it's all diff, diff, slightly different rituals depending on the tribe that invented it. Norse ones, they have more worlds of the nine worlds. And, the, and then in shamanism, we, we have the three worlds. Uh, so, but yeah. Um, that's the, my introduction. Any any questions on that? I think it, one of the things I've noticed is there's a, a lot of people that connect with dragons. Um, they they get their start with Reiki. Yeah, yeah. That's what somebody's yeah what you said there. Yeah. I mean, I think I think that's true. Um, I think Reiki is like the the first door isn't it because you, you 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 get attuned though i did read recently that the attunement part wasn't from the original usui he, he didn't do attunements he, he said people couldn't attune themselves but that came in later but yeah once you tap into that that energy of the universe 
I think it just opens you up to many different things. So for, for me, my 40 years in IT, very technical, very logical, like moving across, I moved, I moved into the Reiki first, and then I'll, I'll tell you my when I first met a dragon. <laughs> I, I've told it many times, but I'll, I'll, I'll say it again. It, it was I wrote it down, wrote it down because I wasn't sure. It was April twenty seventeen, and uh, again with horses. Horses is very big in my life when it comes to sort of the energies and the frequencies because I, I think horses are so connected to the earth and they're they're so powerful and magical and healing themselves. Well, anyway, aside. Uh, yeah, I was sort of out, out for a ride on my horse, or the, I say I'm the her human, I don't have ownership of her, and uh, we've done this many, many times, and we, we were going the route we always go, uh, which is fine, great, and then we, we were getting to the gate, which then goes through this sort of alleyway between a couple of fields, and then it goes to the big field where we gallop, have a charge around and get hot and sweaty, and she just wouldn't go there for this this time. Uh, which is very unusual because she's not afraid of anything. We'd go past the combine harvesters and the big lorries and the motorbikes revving up and barking dogs. She's just like, yeah, whatever. She's a, the Shire horses are the ones that used to pull the the, the carts and do the ploughing of the fields. So they're very sensible. You know, they're not like some of the flighty horses. Usually race horses are a bit flighty. Uh, the Shire horses are just really calm and they're big. Yeah, so they, they're, they're not really afraid of anything. But she was afraid of something. So... I was like, fine, let's just go the long way around. So we went the long way around. We went for a mad gallop around the field and got hot and sweaty for about half an hour. And then we were coming back and I was like, okay, we'll go, we'll go back and see if there was something there that, you know, she maybe she saw a shadow or something or imagined something. But as we go to go back through this sort of alleyway the other way, she just would go. She was, it was like a, no, <laughs> handbrake on, not going, no chance, Dad. Um, I was thinking... But why? There's nothing there. It was a nice spring day. It was sunny. Yeah, that there was a low tree that maybe had a, a bit of a you know, shape that maybe looked like something, but I couldn't see anything. So I just sitting thinking, what's going on? So I said to I said, okay, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna ask if there's something there. I don't know why I felt like I should ask, but I did. So I was like a bit pathetically said, what's hello? Who's there? I know what I was expecting, and, and and I sort of got this feeling like maybe you should ask with a bit more authority, and like you really want to know. And I was like, okay, do, do I really want to know? What's what's my horse seeing? By this time, I I knew my cat could see things, would see spirits that I hadn't seen, and I'd feel a chill. So I thought oh, maybe my horse is seeing something. But let's have a look. So I, I you know, when you sometimes you're like. Oh, okay, and you breathe in and you, you feel your courage in, in your belly button and you sort of pull it up and you're through to your heart and then to your, you know, I was like, who's there? And I was feeling a bit stupid. It's like, there's no one else around, just me and my horse. And then there was like a shimmer in the field in front of us. It's probably, I don't know, maybe 50 feet or something like that in front of us. And I just watched it. It's like, okay, what's that? And then it went, it started at what, I didn't know what it was, but it went along, and I was like, it looks a bit like a tail. That's strange, okay. Then it went along, and there was like this big leg. Uh, I'm by someone like, oh, what the hell? <laughs> and then there was a wing, then there was a body, then another leg, and then a neck, and then there was this huge head. And it, But it was all see-through. Um, it was like water. It was like 
it was like water floating and it was like wobbling around you could see through it and I, lo I looked at it and in the millisecond that I saw its eye my horse was just like I've had enough and she basically span 180 degrees and I was like whoa <laughs> and that was it I, we were gone and we charged back to the stables and somebody said what's going on what's going on uh, I think she saw a monster I'm thinking I've lost the plot I've obviously been working too many hours I'm hallucinating I'm see I'm seeing things I was like okay I've lost the plot so well I went back afterwards just to see if it was there but it wasn't and I, I just thought I, I really have lost the plot I didn't tell anyone for like three days and I told my wife and she said well if your horse or something maybe there was something there uh, and I, t I told my co two coaches at the time and they were very sort of business coaches and a little bit into landmarks, a bit slightly into spirituality, but I don't think they'd ever heard of dragons and they sort of thought like, mm, okay, you know, so I, I, I thought nothing of it. I was like, okay, I, I, <laughs> I had a moment, <laughs> I'm going to put that outside, forget about it. And then it, it kept sort of niggling at me and it wasn't until one day I was uh, a, a conference, it was, it was a conference about investing in property. And, and someone said, oh, we've got a, a lady that she's a shamanic person. She, she's, she's holding space for us so that, you know, this conference goes well. Like, what? That's interesting. And they were saying about it, you know, when you meet someone or you see someone at a distance, you think, oh, I need to speak to them. And I don't know why, but I need, I need to speak to her. I was like, OK. So she's, at lunchtime, she actually came and sat on the table opposite me. And she said, someone's told me that you need to speak to me. I was like, oh, yeah, I told someone that'd be nice to speak to you. She said, she said why is that? So I was like, I'm not really sure why I need to speak to you. I just feel like I do. And anyway, the conversation got on and she started talking about her shamanic stuff. And then she said, yeah, of course, I work with my dragons. I was like, ah, that's why I need to speak to you. I was like, what's this about working with dragons? And then once she explained, I was like, okay. I told her my whole dragon story. And she's like, mm, interesting. She said, you need to come and visit me. So I did. I went and visited her in Wales, which is the land of the dragons, the great big red dragon. And uh, she took me into her shamanic workshop. Uh, I laid down on the couch and she got the, her drum out. She's playing the drum and sent me on a journey and the rest of it. And she then said, there's, there's something here that I need to blow into your heart. And she blew, it felt like she blew really hot air into my heart. And she said, I'm blowing the energy of a red dragon into your heart. She said, you'll, you'll, you need, you'll need to use it. I was like, okay. So she did that and went into my heart. I was like, wow, it's amazing, powerful. And then, again, I didn't think much more, more of the dragons after that. It's like, wow, I've got a dragon in here. Um, but yeah, I, I just then went off and did my Reiki and dragons never got mentioned. Then I did my Rahani and dragons never got mentioned. And then I did shamanic healing when I did the shamanic healing the teacher was talking about when sometimes you can have energy orbs or entities or attachments or cords that can attach to you when you're having traumatic experiences um, or even just simple things like let's say you you bang your hand um, and things things can come in to help heal it but sometimes they don't go once you've healed and those can then just start absorbing your energy and you end up with like an entity on you and it seemed that i i had a lizard one up my arm i'd, I'd hurt my arm once quite badly playing hockey 
and it healed up it's, it's still a bit now not perfect but she said you've got something on there and she said we're going to use the dragon as a healing dragon to remove that we're not going to rip it off we're going to persuade it to come off and the dragon's going to be there as a presence of, of, of wisdom and power and healing and energy and then the dragon once this entity is removed will take it to where it wants to live where it wants to be it's like wow these dragons are powerful things aren't they so literally i i, I saw this this lizard type thing that was not good for me it had been originally i literally saw it start to come off and there's this this big huge claw hand which obviously a dragon hand came in and just lifted it up gently and took it away and when it went i was like oh wow i can really feel that and that was like my first introduction to how the dragons can come in and uh, assist you with healing and of course that just made me think right okay so i need to i need to understand this power of the dragons there was something about it uh, having seen a dragon having the dragon heart having the dragon take away this thing on my arm it's like there's a message here you know i always say if you want to get my attention say it three times yeah if i see it i'll see something i think oh that's real show me it twice more and i'll believe that you really want me to take notice of it so i was like okay the dragons are here i need i need to take notice of this so that so i went on shamanic journeys and when i went on these shamanic journeys my my whole intention was literally to understand who these dragons are, where they come from, why they're there, what what do they want with me? Do they want to assist me? What what's what's going on? Um, so yeah, so I went on a whole bunch of journeys, and I, I met three main dragons. And that's that's Agatha, Sophia, and George, and they're like my my three main dragons that are always here. There's also a, a black dragon that doesn't really have a name. I, I call her a ninja because she's, she's like everywhere and anywhere and she she's sort of like assisting and helping and protecting and all just literally all over the place and i've got those those four main dragons that are there with me and, and i've been on many 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 many, many journeys where I've, I've met dragons that are maybe i've there was one that needed rescuing there's some that i've seen i've been on journeys to in the past and been to atlantis and met a dragon there called seraphim um but yeah so so many of them they and they they came into my life i think just to sort of give me confidence i think like many of us i've worked in corporate for all that time um and you become a bit like well i need to do what these people tell me to do and, and you almost you just become a cog and it's like well i need to come out of being the cog of that big corporate thing and do my own thing but i wasn't sure what um and it's i think really the the dragons gave me the courage to say okay i need to do something that's i've got to the top of my career but i need to do something that's different something that doesn't just feed my bank account but feeds my soul because i would always say that my i'm like oh you got a really good job and i was like i said yeah but it doesn't feed my soul it, mum it doesn't feed my soul it's like hollow it's empty i, I need something that feeds my soul and then and the dragons definitely feed my soul 
Um, and having worked with them and a lot through my shamanic training, they assisted me all the way through my shamanic uh, diploma. So I've got now I've got a diploma that um, means that it's opened up the healing world to the National Health Service in the UK. It's recognised by the government. It's only been out two years. So it's, it's powerful and strong. I'm not 100% sure how I'm going to use the dragons in that. But I'm sure they'll, they'll come through and assist. Um, yeah, work, working with the dragons, I, are there any questions that you need to ask? Mm -hmm. um, no, there's not any questions, just some comments. Yeah, that's fine. Okay, so, yeah, I mean, I can then sort of say the, what the dragons did recently. I mean, recently the dragons started saying, you're a bit of a lone wolf. <laughs> and actually a wolf came into my shamanic temple. And wanted to be not be a lone wolf itself anymore. I was like, okay, I get the message. So what do I need to do? And and that's when I went on a shamanic journey. And I was like, okay, I've got these skills. I've got the training. You've set the groundwork for me. Uh, I'm I I left the corporate world in February last year, and I went full time as the English mystic, you know, shamanic Reiki Hani healer. Um, it's like which is great, I'm enjoying it. Is it, but what is there, what else is there? It feels like, you know, when you feel like there's more, like what what more is there? What what can I do for you? And they were like, ah, glad you asked that question. <laughs> I was like, oh no, <laughs> what am I letting myself in for? They're uh, like, are you sure? I was like, yeah, yeah, I'm sure, I'm sure. They're like, okay. So what we'd like you to do is, is bring dragons more into the world for us. I was like, okay, how do I do that? And they're like, why don't you just get a bunch of dragon people together? Called it the Dragon Thunder Summit. It's like, well, I like this how that thunder, yeah. So this, that's their word, they thunder. They have a bunch of dragons is a thunder. You can imagine all the wings. So I was like, okay, all right, fine. I was like, how many people do I know that talk about dragons? Um, well, a handful. Okay, and like, don't worry about that. Just start it, okay? And they always say to me, you humans, you overcomplicate everything. You really do. And like, take the next step. Don't worry about the one after that. Take the next step. Do the next step to the best of your ability. Then stop. Do the next step to the best of your ability. Stop being over here in the future or in the past. Stop making it complicated. I say, like, okay, okay, got you. So I, I put it out to the people I knew. And within two weeks, I had five speakers. I'm like, yes, cool. They're like, they're like, is that enough? They're like, mm, you could ask for some more. I'm, like, I'm not sure who. They're like, we'll send them to you. I'm like, cool. So I just put it out there. I created the Facebook group and a landing page. And this tide <laughs> of people came flooding in. Uh, there was 30 people came along who talk about dragons with passion. I was like, wow, this is amazing. And yeah, I, I, over the beginning of this month, every day I was talking to someone or recording with someone or planning with someone, the whole Dragon Thunder Summit. And, and it, the time just flew by and it, it was, I, I just absolutely loved it. I've, you know, it's like you, you know a little bit and you've got your little corner of dragons and then it just expanded to 
all these beautiful people, these beautiful souls, Barbara there with her East Coast dragons, and then you've got people in South Africa with their dragons, and every country. I mean, unfortunately, we didn't get into China and Japan and places like that, which is fine. We will eventually. I'm sure they'll, they'll come out to us. But, yeah, it was just beautiful meeting so many souls. And everyone was saying, thank goodness that it's being put on this thing because we got the call as well, but we didn't do anything with it. Um, and I was like, well, it, exactly, it's not mine. It's the dragons. All I am is the human with the technical skills of 40 years of IT. That's probably why they picked me. Clever people, clever dragons. Um, so I, I put that out there, and I'm just a conduit. And the whole way through this is like, this isn't mine. This is, this is all of ours. Um, and I think that's what the energy is in the Dragon Thunder in, in the Facebook group. People realize that. And it's there, and I just handed over the reins. Like, who wants to be admin of this? Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, fine, you do that. And then, and it's a lovely group. Everyone's so into dragons. Yeah, and that's just it. The dragons pull it all together. And I think that's why, why it works so well. And then Barbara started her dragon you know, days. And I started my dragon talk talks, and then I was like, "Well, we need to do one next year as well. Maybe do it in person." And then it was getting too complicated to do it in person, so I was like, "Oh, let's just do another one online." I was like, "We've got so many people. How, how are we going to get all of these amazing people out there?" And having done the one this year, which does feel like last year, Barbara, um, even though it was only July this year, I think there was so much energy there that it's sort of like blowing time out certainly and i have to say sitting there watching every single of the live ones watching all the replays editing them more of it i literally left the planet i think i was in another solar system somewhere and there was like my cord was still attached to earth about three months slowly pulled myself back when i got back i was like okay dragons is dragons have got a message here and they want it spread and it's great because the 1700 or so people that signed up for the dragon thunder are now finding their person they resonate with you know it's not about me it's, it's about barbara it's about all of the other speakers and, and the people going and finding the one that they resonate with and then maybe watching a video from someone else that they weren't sure if they resonated with and then they watch it and go, oh wow that's a different view of dragons and i think that's the whole thing dragons just want people to realize that one they're real Two, they have absolute unconditional love for us. And uh, the other day on the Dragon Talk, somebody was sort of saying, just imagine the most love you've ever felt in your life, the most love you've ever felt for you or you for something else. Now, feel that. Really feel that in your heart, that love. Maybe you've got a child coming. You know, maybe you've got a grandmother you always really loved. Your grandma really loved you. This just You can just feel it's the... The, the power of the love and they're saying the dragons for you have got that but <laughs> usually galactic size love for you and that i sort of tapped it it's like yeah they really have and they're they're, they're almost like angels but in dragon shape they're here to to love us protect us and help us with whatever it is we're going through at the moment we all, we all know we're going through something humanity is changing we're all waking up to you know the shit of the world and we're i think they're there to help us and, and other things that the dragon say to me is and other people have said this keep asking us 
us humans, we get a bit like, oh, I've asked three times, maybe I shouldn't ask it. They're like, keep asking. We love you unconditionally. Keep asking. Even it's a simple thing, like somebody was saying the other day, find a parking space or clear the traffic out of the way. I mean, I do that whenever I go for a drive now. I, I imagine the one in front, one above me, one behind me, and, and when I get there, there's going to be a parking space. And invariably, there is. You know, using it as simple as that, but I'm also using them in healing. I'm also using them to go places and find other dragons that have been imprisoned. Um, quite a few, whatever it well, I've I don't have enough information, but at some point in the past, there was more of a connection between us humans and the dragons. Something happened and broke that connection and something degraded our frequency and enchained quite a lot of dragons. Um, and there, there are some out there that need still need rescuing. Definitely. So I've, I've sort of taken that on as a bit of a thing to do. I don't really advertise it out there too much, um, but it's, I did do that. Yeah, it's always beautiful. And then, what else do the dragons say to me? They're like, you know all those musings that you've got? Well, put them together in a book. I'm, I'm like, I'm not an author. How <laughs> can I put a book together? And then I've got a friend that is an author and written like 30 books or something. He's like, oh, we'll just put it together. Don't worry about it. Just put it together and use that Amazon thing to get it done. So I did. So I'm an author. I, I, I wrote this 80-page book with dragons which is literally just a whole bunch of stories and stuff that i'd collected literally for myself in in my notes and so i am a published author about dragons i mean <laughs> who knew that and then they were then they came to me and said we've got something else for you to do it's like okay <laughs> uh oh <laughs> and, and then there's whole body of work out there there's a load of cards and there's loads of things that people use to connect to the dragons and they are all amazing and i have to know that i know they are because my shelf is full of them after the dragon thunder summit I'm like oh i need to buy that one i need to buy that one and i've gone bad i've got dragon cards everywhere and i'm like well dragon card shall i use today and it's like there's not enough days in the month and but anyway they're all there and they were they were saying we want people to go a bit deeper and not just look at the card and go that's what it means they said we want them to look at runes i was like runes they're like yeah runes i was like well hey. i was like oh like those nordic things yeah those things so they got me to sit down with a computer and and just create some simple runes and they said keep them simple it's like yeah so we did we just created all these beautiful runes and we've got these rainbow color ones and then we've got them also in wood. And basically what they are, you, you get the the earth dragon, you get the soul dragon, the south dragon, and there's 27 of them. And the important thing they said to me was that each one of these represents a dragon. And the, that dragon came in to me. They actually all came in the, in one time and it was a bit like a noisy concert and I was like shh can't hear you and they so they came in one by one and over the literally before the dragon thunder and then after the dragon thunder and all the way through to last sort of last few months it's been coming together they also got me to create some artwork for them uh, and then the important thing they say what you need to do is people need to connect with 
the dragon of the rune. So all all the rune is is you sit down with it and you say, this, this is my intention. This is what I want to work on. And then I'll say, okay, well, the dragon that's coming through for you is, say, uh, uh, what's this one? The wood dragon. So all you then do is you, you read the small piece of information about the wood dragon, but they said the most important thing is you need to connect with the dragon. And they said that's what people are not doing. People aren't connecting with us, the dragons. They're reading a bit of card. They're reading the booklet. That's all great, but that, that literally is like the... It, say you've got a 15-page CV and you're in a lift with someone and you've got 30 seconds. That's what these cards are. They're like, they're like the 30-second opening. The important bit is you need to go into a room and sit with the dragon and, and ask them exactly what they mean and go with your intention, where it is. I don't know, let's say you've, you've got the flu and the wood dragon comes up. So you, you go on a journey to the wood dragon and say, how can you help me? How can you heal me? And you go on the, on that journey with the intention of, of connecting with the wood dragon. And, and what they said to me was, put this all together and create a course and run it in a loop. So people can join whenever they want. So we're start we're actually starting, we started last week and tomorrow we're on room one. We're gonna go through the 27 runes. And then if somebody started at room 15, that's fine. They just go through 27 and we do one to 14 or whatever it is that they want to do. So yeah, that, that, that was powerful and, and came into me. Um, what else do I want to say? I wanted to share with you this beautiful thing, which is a heart. You can see that. And a friend of mine creates them and uh, she knew I was into dragons and she tapped into the energy of air and she looks into you know, the Kashuk records, the rest of it, and she came up with Dragon Heart, and she created this beautiful tree, which sits on my my temple, and it's a, as I say, it's a beautiful Dragon Heart. Cool. Any any comments or questions? This has popped up. So I I just wrote when you were talking about that to go deeper, I've yep. been receiving that message. Um, like, so I was actually using Oracle cards yep. and at some point, I can't remember what, you know, again, time, since I've done this Dragon Thunder, time is like, <laughs> oh, I, I know when it was, but it feels like just a while ago that they they kept saying just what you said, that you need to connect with the dragon, not just read it. Yep. Um, and then they sort of shut down communicating with me for a couple of weeks because they also said they realize because what dragons do, we've all experienced this, you say, what can I do? And they just keep giving you, like it just keeps coming. It's like, oh, you've done this, or you've got this, and how about going over here? And I felt like I was there was way too much, right? And I had to say, whoa. And they actually told me that we realize what we've done. We've just kept, we forget that you're not a dragon because <laughs> we're human. <laughs> so and it's given me a completely different, and from that point of them saying, you need to connect with that dragon, it things have changed for me, like in the last month, completely mm. different. Um, I also took um, level one dragon empowerment Reiki, and that's like, I've gone to a whole nother out there. <laughs> um, oh, wow. But it, I just, when you said that, I'm like, that's what I heard. Um, 
because I think there are, there are still not that many. I mean, there's a lot of other Oracle cards. There's still not that in the grand scheme of things. Dragons are still very small. Um, but I think, especially in, in the United States, it's very fast-paced. People want, give me something. Oh, yeah, that dragon. Okay. It, they don't want to take the time. And I think that's what they're asking us to do. Yeah, I, I agree. That, that, that it's, it's all a bit surface level. Yeah, and they're saying you need. They they tell me that they've been around forever, they were they are forever, and therefore the wisdom they have is is huge, and anything that you would ever need to be answered is there. Yeah, and and some people won't resonate with dragons. Some people are going to resonate with unicorns and fairies and and whatever. And that's that's fine. That, that that's 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 just the way the universe works. It, you know, you know if you believe in dragons you just have a, a failing for it don't you you just have an affinity of them and that's what they're saying you know, attract the people that have that affinity and just wake them up a bit more to come deeper so that they're they're getting fully embodied wisdom that they're they're stopping and listening however that is you know whether they go on a shamanic journey or whether they just they just sit in nature or they just sit simply in silence or whatever it is everyone everyone i think knows how to go internally and, and and connect to their guides and if they don't you know there's there's many things out there for for people to to tap into and how to do that and if, if people are completely stuck just to let me know and i can share some links to, to free resources and all the rest of it but yeah i agree that i think i think the dragons are going around and telling all the people that are connected to them to go deeper and and yeah, I don't know where it's going, it's, and, uh, and sometimes my brain, the project planning brain, my forty years in IT, that I need to know all the beginning to the end is like ah, <laughs> and then I'm going no, next step, next step, and I'm having an internal battle <laughs> at times. Um, but then I look back and I go, hold on a sec, did that step, did that step, did that step, did that step. You know, I look back to it, you know, that the first time I saw that person putting their hands strangely on their horse. All the way through to meeting the dragon and and if you if you if you draw that out over a timeline you go mm, yeah okay i trust you and i'd say that's more and more what i do i i, I trust them more and more and i think if you step up and show that you trust them and, and do that leap of faith then they do come and say will you do this will you do this and like you say they forget that you are a poor simple little human that's <laughs> got a bit of a small brain compared to their planet size one and yeah a few people have told me that they all come up once to them and you know i think there's people that were channeled art in as part of the, the dragon thunder were telling us that and they had the same thing they like three months they were just yeah. doing the art and dragons can be a bit overpowering because they, they they forget i mean we humans do it ourselves you know sometimes we'll talk to people and we forget that they're not on the same wavelength as us and uh, sometimes you have to sort of put it back and that's one of the things they've said to me is make sure people realize they have sovereignty you humans have more sovereignty than you realize and you give it away mostly in your life and is to reclaim it and to t say to us it's too much <laughs> we won't take offense we don't take offense yeah it's it's the same if your mum gave you five extra potatoes on your dinner because she loves you so much you're like i can't eat anymore mum she's not going to take an offense you know She'll pack, pack it up for you, you can take it home. The same thing with the dragons, they'll just put it over there, and they're like, all right, looks like he's ready now, and they'll send it in. And 
you, you'll, you'll have it come into you. Um, I asked recently, what's next? It's like the Dragon Thunder 24, or Galactic Dragon Thunder, as they want it to be called, is done and ready and we're ready to go. What, what do you want to do next? And they were like, healing. The healing, you need to get that out to people to not just through shamanic roots and reiki roots and rahani and whatever other modality but dragon healing same as you've got uh, dragon reiki haven't you yeah and they just said tell people that when they're doing that connection to us they don't need any of the fancy stuff as long as they're connecting to us then there's a there's healing energy there for them so do come to us with your ailments with your issues and I think that's one of the people who, I think it was Fiona on the Dragon Talks was talking about that, how she, she uses them all, all the time now to do everything. She asked them, like, can you help me with this? I, I want to manifest a house for my, my, my now husband and his two boys and my two boys, and it needs to be a bedroom one. I want it to be in France, and I want this, and I want that, and I want a pole, and blah, blah. She said, and I, I gave it to them. And she said, I believe they gave it to me because I now have that. So she said, use them in manifesting use them in healing and for me that, that's come through is you are, are already using them in healing but explain that so that's what i've got i just literally start put the dates together yesterday november 9 16 and 23rd dragonshealing.com the website was available so I'm like that's it so literally i'm just gonna put something together to show people how to connect to the dragon and how to ask for healing um, yeah. I think that's that, what the dragons want. Yeah, that's it's somebody else here just said, Judy said that they keep reassuring her that they aren't upset that she can't keep up with all the things that they suggest. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Which is true. Yeah. But that is I think that's what I've heard people talk about as well, is the healing aspect. I think everybody thinks of them as being so big and strong that we forget that that energy is really heart-centered um yeah. and that they want to do that and alan probably can talk about that because he uses dragon you did dragon reiki right the pen dragon reiki and the healing so there's this other group of people that actually started just with dragon reiki which yeah. alan was one of them and somebody else i've connected to they've never done any other reiki just yeah. dragon reiki and i'm oh. like Wow, that's really cool. So that's that's all they know is the dragons are there healing, heal, heal ourselves, all of that stuff. So um, again, there's all these other, but that is really exciting that you're doing a website that people can figure out how to use it for healing. That's awesome. I'll be the said, first one to sign up. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> so if you told that my mission is to help heal the water, yeah, that would be a good one. Yeah, I mean the. the the dragons definitely are there for healing the land. I mean, that, that's for me. They're, they're there for healing the land. So whenever I I connect to them, they, they they want me to go to certain places that I've been to Peru, and there's there's some there. They wanted some a ceremony done to help heal the land uh, at uh, Avebury, at uh, Stonehenge. Stonehenge. I went there with a friend who's who's, who's a wizard, and. Um, we did some healing there and we, we, we saw some things got released and the rest of it. And he he does that full time, not necessarily with, with dragons, but he goes around sort of healing the land. So he goes to places where there's been a lot of trauma 
you know, maybe there's been forest fires or there's been massacres in like Tenement Square. He was there clearing that once. Um, so yeah, and the, the dragons sort of say, use us to, to do that because we, we, we can take whatever energy it is and we don't destroy, we take it somewhere where it's, it's better serving yeah. its purpose because you can't destroy energy nothing can destroy energy so that's what i always was taught in shamanism that they literally taking it you know in in a a threatening way but without without actually ripping it away from you if you've got something so they're, they're sort of almost persuading it to move on and they're like there's a better life somewhere else for you here and that's what they do but their their presence is big and strong and powerful but yeah the the healing part of it for me, uh, a lot of the times it's their their fire. So often I'll, I'll ask for like a, a cleansing or a cleaning or, or whatever because I've been doing something that's felt like it's something got attached to me, even though I'm protecting myself. It happens sometimes, and I'll just say to them, "Can I have? Can you?" And I'll, the, the, they'll stand around me and literally blow fire at me. And sometimes it's red, sometimes it's blue, sometimes it's white, and, and it's just like a full-on cleansing. Um, in shamanism, there's a, there's a thing where you go on a journey called a dismemberment journey, yeah. where you literally your your physical body goes on a journey to one of the realms um, and, and is dismembered. And for me, what they do is they literally burn me to a pile of ash, and then my essence come out comes out of the ash like a phoenix, I suppose. Doesn't look like a phoenix; it's like a little flame, and it and it just comes back to me because it's it's being cleansed. Everything is gone whatever was attached any anything was just removed and they and the ash sort of gets blown away and it goes to wherever it needs to go which is beautiful that's cool yeah so my you know my call what the dragons have told me after i worked my way up there with ascended masters and things is the galactic my connection to the galactics and the galactic dragons um mm -hmm. so i wanted to ask you i know you said that you rescue some dragons and but you don't yep. talk about it much um i've encountered a couple of galactic dragons that are still hiding um mm -hmm. probably since um atlantis lemuria because they yep. all scattered when atlantis left and they don't they're not even aware or they're told that they can't go on the surface mm -hmm. um, because it's too dangerous and they've not actually ever flown um and i was told that if i wasn't if I didn't know what to do, just leave them alone. They will connect with me again. And it was a yeah. interesting process how they got my connection. I was getting a series of numbers and I didn't mm -hmm. know what, I just kept repeating these numbers and I wrote them down. They still made no sense. So I just applied the alphabet, just very simple. Yeah. Cause I'm like, this can't be difficult. And they were giving me their names in, in uh. that form. And very briefly said, we're still scared, we're hiding. So um, maybe it's something I need to connect with you on, on another. But uh, there are lots, and I hear lots of people say that they're either working with dragons that are stuck under the ground or, um, but you've got to be gentle yeah. with them. Yeah. 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 And there, there, are, there are people out there that, that are doing that full time, sort of rescuing spirits that have been imprisoned at, at some point. Um, but yeah you can just feel into it and i what i always do when it whenever i'm not sure i just go and sit with my dragon and say should we even be doing this and sometimes they'll be like no this this is this too too complicated leave it alone we you know 
yeah, we know about it, um, but it, it, yeah, the energy that's imprisoned them is too powerful, or whatever it is. Um, that, and other times they say, yeah, go ahead and do it. This is what you need to do. This is the process. Bring us along. We'll we'll be there. And it, it's it's like anything. It's never it's never particularly complicated. It's, it's the intention is to go and rescue. I mean, the, the times that have mm. rescued normally they're in chains. The chains is the physical thing that you see, but actually the chains they could break the chain so easily. It's it's more that something's magical is, is imprisoned them, and, and mm. you just have to imagine that you're pulling the power of of the the universe for good. And all the good energy is coming in, and all you are is the pure channel of that energy. And you're just like, I'm breaking the chains, and I'm breaking the spell. You know, there's, yeah. I mean, they tell you some things to say, some incantations, and whatever, just to help, so you don't get <laughs> chained up yourself, sort of thing. <laughs> that that would be just my life, right? <laughs> Go in there no, to help, no. not think about. <laughs> no, you'll be fine. No, I know. You'll be good. Cool. What else is it? What else can I tell you about dragons? I've wrote down a load of bunch of things here. Blah, blah, blah. Well, the, other, the other thing I, I can share with you is um, that I, I teach uh, shamanism as well. So if, if anyone is, is interested in learning shamanism, I, I, I created it as like the initiate novice and healer and then after that really the master bit is is for you to work out yourself because by that time you'll have all your guides and the rest of it um and my next course starts in in february and that that's 11 month course so it takes you from not knowing anything all the way through to be able to do healing or if there's those people that just like to dabble their toes in things then there's like the the initiate level just takes you through and gets you set up as a you know understanding what shamanism is the novice gets you some some healing modalities that are useful for yourself and then the healer level takes you through to things like psycho pump soul retrieval dismemberment journey uh healings with the dragons and and other powerful beings and uh, I, I basically poured all of the knowledge that i've had from my many shamanic teachers together and uh, put that together and it's it's available if anyone's interested and i, I always love teaching people and I love seeing people grow as as they step into it. At the moment we've got three beautiful ladies that are, um, become very powerful and when the three of them get together the power of three, <laughs> it's some, a lot of magic happens and, and stuff that I'm like, wow, how did that occur? You know, like the other day we all went on a journey together and we all met each other's guides and, and, and spirit guides and family, which was, I was like, how did we do that? That was that was amazing, and uh, but yeah, that's there for you if you're interested. Anything else I can think of? Da, 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 da. No. Suppose the next thing is just to say, you know, we we do have the dragon talks each month, and they're free. And then the, the next big thing is obviously the the galactic dragon thunder in July next year. I'm sure Barbara will. Uh, post a bunch of links and rest of it but if you if you need to find me it's easiest yeah. englishmystic.com and then everything everything's there all over the place and if you can't find it just message me and i'll uh, send you in the right direction but yeah the dragons are the ones that are in charge um when you work with the dragons they're they're very powerful 
Um, and if you receive them into your life, then it will change a lot. <laughs> so if you don't want it to change, don't call them in. That's all I could say. Um, but the ride, the ride is beautiful. And literally that that flying on the back of a dragon, which you, you get to do a lot um, in the, the shamanic realms or the other realms is, is beautiful. And every, everything of mine is dragons. Even, like, even my notebooks have got dragons on them. So... I know cool. you do land up, connect, you land up connect, collecting all sorts of things with dragons on, even if you didn't intend to. <laughs> yeah, like dragon eggs. <laughs> yeah. I've got dragon, um, dragon eye pendant. Yeah. Yeah, so, that's what happens, isn't it? They it call is, you. Yeah. They do, yeah. So has anybody got any questions for Kevin? I mean, feel free to. Ask a question. Don't be afraid. I, yeah, I was just going to um, put your website in here, but I need to make sure I've got it right. So, yeah, it's just my name, like you can see on here with a dot com on the end. Oh, dot com. Just EnglishMystic.com? Yeah. All right. And everything is, is available from there. Oh, I should tell you, I've got a podcast as well. I mean, oh, the, pod, wow. the podcast is really just me sharing everything else that's available out there. So if some I have a chat with someone, I'll, I'll stick it on the podcast. You know, it's like some people like to watch things, some people like to listen, some listen. like to download it for later. So. Yeah. Yeah, I've got um, somebody that does my website for me, and I just send it to her and she puts it on my website because <laughs> I'm not yeah. that technological. <laughs> Yeah, that's right. But I, I think that's, you're right, people sometimes just want to listen. Some people want to watch something when they have free time. I'm probably like yeah. other people. If I don't do it in the, in the moment, you know, I've got to, it's a bit like books. You've got all those books that piled up <laughs> yeah. and, and we forget to read them. As you're talking about books, um, somebody, I, again, I hadn't really been looking, but um, there's a book called Dragonology. Which yeah, I've got it right. I did not know there was a book called Dragonology. I was like so excited about this. Let me see if I don't know if I can. Dragonology. Dragonology. And it was not that expensive. It's um so it's $29.90. I actually got it for $15 on Amazon. Um it is the complete book of dragons. And oh, it's wow. like written like old it's like got all this old english because i've got my background on i'll put it there but it literally is everything you want to know about dragons and it's it's like um somebody's old book and it talks about you know the chinese dragons and what they look like um it's got little cool little things like little note in there that you pull out so um yeah i'll this and then you just go down the rabbit rabbit hole right because then there was other books about dragons um but this one's really cool because it even shows you like what a dragon the skeleton of a dragon and all the parts of a dragon so yeah dragonology who knew <laughs> wow when was it when was that written is it like a is it a fairly old book no um it's fairly new is it it looks like it's old but it's um that's just done in that way to make it. Yeah. Um, 
Oh, so it's actually from Massachusetts. Um, Handlewick.com. Can I see what the date is here? But I found it just on um, weird. It doesn't actually say. It doesn't look like it's that old. Judy bought it for her grandson when he was small. He's thirteen now, so it might have been around a while. Yeah. Oh, okay. I'll have to find, find it out. Yeah. I love collecting all the old books and all and the. But it, but it looks like an old book, and then it has this. Like this note in it, <clears throat> which it's there's a little note that comes in it. Yeah, well, all, I mean, I guess you know, probably not young kids, but you know, like teenagers might like it. But any of us that are into dragons, was the natural history of dragons' behaviour, <clears throat> which I haven't. I just I bought it, and I've got to. I have to start reading it. Oh, at least two thousand and three. So I guess I mean it's still in. The 21st century <laughs> <laughs> that's cool another one to add to the list <laughs> another that's what i mean it like it's never ending isn't it so, so i find if i could sometimes i'll listen to something that's been recorded just on my headphones so i can i don't see it but i listen to it as well so i think that's where podcasts are good as well yeah and, yeah Everyone takes it in a different way, don't they? Some of us are visual, some of us are verbal. Yeah, they do. But you, you're talking about how pe people were doing painting um, like last year. That's something that a gift that I've just recently been given is channeled painting, which. Wow. I, um, and I'm, I don't even know what I'm painting. So I recently did, I just put it on my Facebook page. I've got probably about five or six, but I've been asking about dragon lay, or ley lines. And I started off literally with the red background. And I'm like, I don't even know what this is. And they tell me that when I'm getting this download, that I'm putting keys and codes on the outside. So there's all, and then when I took, actually the dragon that I sketched, I could see the keys and codes in it once I took a photo of it. Um, but they're they were showing me some ley lines that I, after I finished it, I was like, I don't even know what that is. And it was actually, where I live, they were pointing out the ley lines in a mm -hmm. in a painting in painting it. And I, you know, I'm I'm a self-taught sort of. I pick you know, if I see picture, I take photos and then I'll paint pictures from them. I've never ever done anything freestyle. Um, I've got one sitting here that was Egyptian pyramids with keys and codes being downloaded. Um, so it's sort of fascinating. I mean, it's sort of another way of chat because I. I channel but they're channeling me to do paintings and they're cool. telling me afterwards so, yeah <laughs> you never Amazing. know what's coming next i know and yeah. mine's only yeah. been a couple of years and i'm like where am i going now <laughs> <laughs> it's great though isn't it it's, it's just so exciting it is because there's you know ascended masters sometimes have their own dragons or they sometimes become dragons so all of my preparation was working with ascended masters and angels and archangels. Um, and then I started encountering, you know, their counterparts or them turning into, and they were like, you see, this was all connected. I mean, they like connect the dots for you, which is um, nice because I tell it, I said yesterday that everything I know about dragons, they've told me. 
but then you talk to other people and they're saying the same thing, right? Because there isn't like a textbook to go and say, oh, this is all about dragons. Exactly. That's why they're saying connect to the dragons to find out more. Right. Yeah. Well, that's what I tell people when they're like, is this right? Or should I? I'm like, ask them. You know, if yeah. you're not sure, just ask them what what is my connection? Why why am I seeing you now? Yeah. Yeah. I think we've all got become afraid to ask for some reason. And I get that question a lot like, oh, this, that, blah, blah. And they get this really long story. And can you help me with it? And I, I just go back and say, it's a lovely story. But ask the dragon. <laughs> I, I don't know. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. Yeah. Ask, the, well, ask the dragon. Yeah. Yeah. Well, they say, what, what's my dragon's name? I might ask them. <laughs> because yeah. sometimes, so this is another thing they say, is it's very human for us to want to name them. They yeah. actually don't really care, but if it makes us feel better, they let us. They give us a name. Yeah, I actually yeah. had a few that thought they were funny and started yeah. giving me very old English names like Gertie <laughs> and Ernie. <laughs> <laughs> and they yeah, they, they do. Well. Yeah, they do have a sense of humour, don't they? Yeah, and on that name thing, a few people said to me, you shouldn't be sharing the people the, your dragon's name. That means they can be imprisoned. It's like, that's not their real name. It's like, I'm the English mystic. That's not my real name. Yeah, it's, it's the same thing. It's, it's, it's just a pseudonym they've given you, like you say, so that you can just call, call them in. You know, it's like, blah, blah, blah. I've, got some, I've got some lions in my temple. One's called Leo, the other one's called Leonie. I mean, it's not really their real names. It's, it's right. just something so that you can call them in. And I, I did actually ask my dragon, one of my dragons, uh, Sophia, once. I said, what's your real name? I just, just give it to me. She's like, um, you're, you're human, so you won't understand it. Well, I'll, I'll, I'll try. And, and she said, because it's, it's frequency, it's visual, it's tone, it's sound. It's, it's, it's just everything. And it's, and it's more than your human body yeah, can understand. She right. says, oh, I'll have to tone it down a bit. And then she just did this sort of like, I, yeah. I saw colours, I saw, I heard high pitch, I felt like a choir was singing around me, mm. I felt my heart go boom, and I was like, whoa, okay, I get it now. She said, like, that, like, that was, I toned it down, you know. Right, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Cool. Yeah. I just realised how long. I know, you've actually done well. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. and it's still... Being recorded. So um, I'll actually stop the recording now.